What's up, my good people? What's up, my good people? Tonight, we got a little hot topic tonight. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is First Off, in my opinion, and I am the host of the show, Tom Swoop. Man, we're going to touch a little fire tonight, put our hands on some heat. But first off, I want to let everybody know who's watching on Facebook. Please go ahead and share the post so we can go ahead and keep this thing moving. And all my people who are watching on YouTube right now, subscribe thumbs up bell notifications and all that jazz so we can keep this thing growing man hot topic tonight hot topic tonight um so you know this is this when i'm gonna talk about tonight it's been happening over a course of time um there's been people who have been speaking out about it or have their two cents or whatever but i want to you know just bring it to my people and see what see what you guys think about this the fact that some of these huge life coaches, femininity coaches, uh, you know, professional matchmakers are refusing, refusing to work with black women, like literally shutting down six figure operations because they're just like, you know what, I'll just work with men or I'll just work with, you know, another demographic, but they built a whole thing on um working with black women and now it's like they've just reverse field and just they're, they're just like i'm done with it i'm done with it if i've had too much and so i'm gonna play a couple videos well i'm actually gonna play one video we're gonna have a little bit of a discussion i'm gonna put um, up a, a post that you know from april mason and some of you guys may have already seen it already it's a little old but it's like i feel like the conversation just keeps coming back and i feel like we're not making any progress so it's like let's create a forum where we can have a little back and forth dialogue please leave your comments in the chat um and if you're watching or listening to this later on um just just leave a comment i usually go through that once or twice a week so i can see comments from people who um didn't watch live or listen live so I'm gonna go ahead and get into the video. Once again, all my people, just leave your comments. Um, I'm gonna be able to throw them up on the screen so we can get this thing popping, all right? So I'm gonna go ahead and get into this first one. Hold on one second. And I'm gonna just let it play for a minute. And I may, I may, you may hear me pause it or say something, but I'm gonna go ahead and let it play for a second. But here it is. Hello, this is Rebecca Lynn Pope coming on real quick. You guys know that I have been swampling. on why women are just many women i'm not going to say all, all women, but many women are very very unrealistic about their standards for men dating and marriage so i'm going to give my opinion on this and now listen girls i'm about to be very raw i'm about to be very real i'm about to just shoot it to you as just straight as i can because i'm hoping that this helps somebody because as you girls know, I'm a matchmaker. And for a large part of uh, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I stopped matchmaking. And the reason I stopped matchmaking is because I literally was being, I, I can't handle female clients. I was a matchmaker that matched females. And I had a few male clients, but predominantly I was matching women. And listen, what I, it was such a valuable lesson for me because what I learned is that, 
the average woman doesn't really want just a good man. She doesn't want a husband. What she's really wanting are these standards or ideas that she has of what a man is supposed to be. But this is nothing what men are. They're, this is not realistic for who men are, how they think, what they value. It's just this preconceived, you know, idea that women have of who men should be. But this is not reality, okay? So literally, the standards here that I see consistently in women that stay single, do not get married, and the difference between women and wives is understanding, one, that men are not women. He's not going to be your best friend like your best girlfriend. You can't talk to him like that. They don't talk like that. They don't talk that much. They're not so sensitive and, and girly the way we are as women. So if you're expecting a man to be all super sensitive and so considerate and just so everything like your girlfriends, you're barking up the wrong tree. He's going to hurt your feelings all the time or else you're going to feel like he doesn't communicate because you're, you're holding these standards like he's a girl. I'm sorry, leave that to your gay guy friends or leave that to your guy that your bestie guys that talk kind of like girls. The, your man that you're going to marry is not going to be like that, right? The second standard is this, you're comparing good men to, I can't say this, F boys, I'm just gonna say it. You're comparing good men to the men that you've experienced previously who were not ready to be husbands that you were just dating, messing around with. I mean, literally, there's a distinct difference between marriage material, men who are ready, who are ready to be husbands, and these F boys that you've been messing around with in out of these situationships with for years and so now you have this standard for a man and a husband based on these dudes that have just been play play playboys fun boy toys whatever you want to call it girls okay you can call it whatever you want but now you set this standard to say he's supposed to look like this he's supposed to act like that oh you know what he's too corny he, he likes me too much. He texts me too much. Yeah, because the bo the men that you were messing with, you weren't even the only one. They don't get, they don't text you right back. They don't call you right back because they have a more just like you. So a man comes along that is crazy about you and is interested in you. And I'm sorry to say, you have friend zoned the, the, the men that really you're compatible with, the men that would make a wonderful husband. A lot of you have friend zone, the good dude who's ready to be a husband and a father and give you some pretty babies. Because the other thing is, is men do not look like us. Let me be clear about this. We are the fairer sex. God created us to be beautiful, not men. If you get a pretty boy and they super fine and they in the mirror more than you, Honey, rest assured, he probably got some habits that go along with that. He needs all the attention from all the women because he likes to feel like he's it. And if he's actually bigger than you, you got a problem. 
But the problem is you looking at visuals and thinking that men are supposed to look like us or be just as gorgeous as us. No, that's not how God created this whole scenario. You are the fairer sex. You're the beautiful one. You're the gorgeous one. You're the one that men go to war over. You're the one that men literally. Somebody please tell me where to lie at. Because I don't hear no lies. Make all this money to impress you, to get you. Quit comparing, quit looking at men. Is he 6'2"? Is he look like Boris Kodro or Idris Elba or Michael Ely? Do you know the percentages of men? This is what I just would die to say to my matchmaking clients and the people that would come in for consultations because they want to be matched. And they're coming to me. I, I'm sitting here just being a good woman. So I'm thinking these women just want to be married. These women just want a good man. Nah, boo, that's not what they wanted. What they want is if I'm going to pay this money, I want me a Michael Ely. I want me a Boris Kojo. Well, look, boo, Boris Kojo's married. Last time I checked, Idris Elba's taken. These men are such a small percentage of the population. Do you guys understand that for a man to be over 6'2 is less than 3% of the population? And we're talking all men around the world, less than 3% of the population. Now you take out the gay guys and you take out the guys that are not black or whatever race specific that you prefer your husband to be. And you take out the men that are broke and you take out the players, the men who are just not ready and you are not ready to get married, aren't even looking for a wife, don't want that responsibility yet. Think about these numbers. Less than 3%. Less than 14% of the entire American male population is over six foot. Less than 14%. And that's all the married men and the men in prison, all of them girls. So you're sitting around here like, oh, he's got to be six foot and he's got to look like this. And he's got to make six figures or seven figures. When you start at just height alone, do you hear the percentage that I just gave you on just height? Just height. And if you add in what he looks like, like looking like Idris and making money like this and that, honey, look, you looking for the come up for real because um, I don't know where he's at. These match, I was matchmaking, I would be. Look, so, look, I, I just, I, I need y'all to chime in. I need y'all to let me know what y'all felt about, you know, what was said and it's it, i've been saying this for years and i try to fall back from the conversation because i feel like it's one of them conversations you can't win it's like you know women are going to do what women do men are going to do what they do but it's the results but i think what's starting to happen is general generationally it's affecting us it's affecting where we're going as a people as a society as a culture it's 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 starting to affect us and i feel like it's time to start having healthy conversations about this topic. And when I say that, like what she said, it's true. When you just, when you look at it from a mathematical standpoint, just looking at the numbers, your arguments aren't supported. And I really feel like if it breaks down to two different things, women with a lot of standards, I feel like that's that's a lot of that is trauma. A lot of that is triggers. But a lot of that is like what she said, F boys. 
Like when you have kids by F boys, you have dysfunctional relationships by F boys, guys that you tried to convert into a husband material. That's the problem. And I feel like the toxic residual effects of that leads you to believe like you can have standards, but really you just want that person to fix themselves from your past. You may be actually over it, but it's still some t toxic residue that's left over where you're still looking at these guys. Like literally we, we, I can go through video after video after video where women have like multiple kids by, you know, guys who ain't even in the picture. There's so many single women who have guys who are not even in the picture and they're raising these kids by themselves, but they somehow have the perfect idea of what they want when they have no healthy relationship history like you it's like it's sort of like i want to buy this car i i just i know i want a g-wagon I, I i just know i want one and then you 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 get a car the g-wagon and you like yeah i don't even like this why did i even do that and that's what i'm saying it's like you're i, th I feel like a lot of that is programming i've said it on the show before i feel like a lot of people are being programmed and and convinced that they need a certain thing instead of what actually works for them like there's a lot of good men i talk to all my friends all my female friends said there's no good men I just look at them crazy every time because there's plenty of good men. You're just not interested in them. You're not programmed. We're not programming women to pick good men. We're just not. If you're telling me I've, I've literally had one of my friends sit on the phone with me for 45 minutes telling me how, you know, this male model that's on TV is her perfect guy. And I just sit back and look at her and I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. He, he wants you. Right. Okay. We, we have to get to a point where we start to have realistic conversations about matchmaking. Like these, this, you understand this woman was a high six figure earner putting people together. She gave it up because the unrealistic expectations, unrealistic It's And like I said, even when you just look at it, you break it down mathematically, just what she said. What is it? Less than 3% of the population is six foot. And if that's the case, you know, you start adding more stuff to it. You, you getting into a number that's unimaginable and you're getting older, you know, and you, you've been single for years. It is unrealistic. We have to start to have realistic expectations about what we're doing here because we're not. And it's, and it's almost comical and it's comical because it's funny. The amount of people who just think their logic is just right. And it's just right for no reason. You have no history of solid, healthy relationships, but all of a sudden you're going to tell the whole world, you know exactly what you want and you're just going to pick them out of a lineup. No, sis, you're not, you're not, you need to stop it. You need to stop it. Let that corny dude that send you roses for no reason, you know, that, you know, take care of you, cover you, make sure you taken care of, get that dude an opportunity. Quit, quit expecting the miraculous out of a person who's treating you good. Y'all want Superman. Clark Kent is a great dude. 
you're being programmed. You're being programmed by popular media, social media, TV in general to think y'all supposed to expect or, or be entitled to this fairy tale relationship with this guy you done cut off for your vision board. When at the end of the day, you know, it's just a regular guy just trying to be good to you because you just a regular girl. Stop, stop doing this. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting your family. You're hurting your culture. You're hurting everything because of these unrealistic expectations. Look, I'm going to put this on the screen. Now, some people might know April Mason. Um, huge, like, femininity coach, life coach, matchmaker. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to read a little bit of this. After 10-plus years of helping women in this area, it's time for me to move on. I've had dozens of success stories of women who are now married, engaged, dating, high-caliber men. My track record speaks for itself. However, the majority that come to me have unrealistic expectations the selfishness, fake everything, think they should be chosen because they have a vagina and good looks, the entitlement, just mean not knowing the difference between a woman and a wise woman and will fight you to be strong, not knowing how to be versus do. Thinking being a feminine woman is weak or a pick me, whatever that is, placing the blame and not taking responsibility or accountability for the choices that they've made in men. Listen, that that's the realest thing y'all going to hear tonight. And you hearing it from a woman, you have to be accountable for the man you've picked in the past. You have to be accountable for X amount of kids you got with X amount of daddies and whatever future you think you you entitled to you got to be accountable for that and i get it you might be looking at this situation like well i burned my hand before i'm not going to do it again that's trauma that's trauma helping you make a decision that's not a healthy way to go you got to use your head you can't sit here and say oh oh well i've burned two buildings down i may not burn this one down yes you're all you're going to do is burn the next building down ma'am Cause that's your history. That's your, your path they, they, in poker. They call it. That's your poker face. You're, you're going to do it. You're going to leave a tail. You got to stop, stop. And that, that accountability is real. It's real. And, and I, I get it. Y'all. Well, man, it's the man. It's the man. No women pick men. I don't care what you say. Women pick men. If a dude approach you and say, Hey, I'd like to get to meet you or ask you for your phone number. It's up to you to say, yes, you could just walk away. Women pick men, men do things to get their attention. Yes. But we need to be responsible and accountable for these decision-making. If you're picking bad men consistently year after year, child after child, you have to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I pick bad men. And I get it. So now you get, you get the vision board out and you're like, well, I want a man who do this and this and this and this and this unrealistic doesn't fit you. You have to be realistic for who you are and the life you live. Like what kind of life do you actually have? 
And then I, I'm telling you, like I've said it before, some of you people need to understand a relationship is not the goal for everyone. Some people just want a companion. Some people just need a buddy. Some people just need a friend. They really don't need a relationship or even in a place to be in a healthy relationship. A relationship is two lives coming together to form one. Not two people, hey, we hook up here and then we run back to our single life. That's not a relationship. If there's not a plan to combine, you're playing. If there's not a realistic plan to combine lives, if, you, if you've been seeing somebody here and there for two, three years, that is not a relationship. That's a situation. But the thing is, let's not frown upon that. Let's not, let's, that works for you guys, but just know what it is. Know exactly what it is. Don't confuse or convince yourself that it's something else. You guys have to understand that what, what these people are saying, what these matchmakers are saying is valid. And what Kevin Samuels even says is valid. I don't like his delivery half the time, but at the end of the day, what he's actually trying to get across is valid. And the thing is, it's like I, I watched one of his programs the other night and it was a 45 year old woman who had not been in a relationship in 20 years and she was on the dating app and she was just like, well, these guys are this way and they want me to have sex and they want me to do these things. And he said something like, he was like, so you go to church? And she was like, yeah, I go to church. She was like, you need to quit asking that dating app to do what your church should be doing for you. And, and it was real because what he was really saying, he, the delivery once again, be terrible. But what he was really saying was you can't go out into the world and ask the world to act like your church. If you out in the world, you got to act like the world. <laughs> if you really want some results, you need to go to your church. And she was like, well, my church is this and this and that. And my church is it. And he was like, well, do your church have a healthy singles ministry? And she was like, uh, no. And then she, he was like, you need to go to a new church. If that's what your goal is, is to get married or be dating or be in a healthy relationship, you need to go to a church that fosters that behavior or atmosphere. And she sort of got a little angry, a little attitude or whatever, but what he was saying was the truth. But the thing is, she doesn't want to hear that because she's in control. I'm the decision maker. I'm doing this. But she wants the whole world to conform to what she wants. That's not realistic at all. And that's the main point these matchmakers are trying to make. Your ideal of what's supposed to happen and it is not happening, not happening, is unrealistic. You have to be open to the possibilities and conform to whatever way you need to do something to make a, a, a positive outcome. You can't go into a situation and it's just like going to a job and you just going to tell everybody on your first day. Oh yeah. Y'all all doing this wrong. Y'all need to do it like me. You don't even know what you're doing. You just got here. I got friends who've been single for years, years, and they refuse to change. They want to be themselves. They want to, they want to keep doing the same thing, but then want this miraculous change or this miraculous gift, the laziest individuals in the world 
to me. Because I really feel like if you're dating or not dating, and then you want to put your big toe in the water and then just expect all this effort and energy from everybody else, when you just got your toe in the water, unrealistic, unrealistic. I've said it before on the show. You want the ultimate prize, a significant other, a husband, a wife. You want the ultimate prize, but you want to put forth this much effort. You want to keep being the same person you always been, but you want everybody else to change. That makes no sense at all. At all. You have to change. You have to modify your behavior. You have to change your expectations. You got to change your posture to the whole thing. You can't keep being the same person expecting all this different and miraculous stuff to happen. And this is it. Half the time, this is in every form, fashion of your life. It's, it's employment. It's everything. You know what I'm saying? People just want to do what they want to do and then make up the results. You can't do that. You, you got these women who making six figures, matchmaking, putting people in healthy relationships, and they like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this. this I, I don't want to do this at all. They just walking away with she. I think the one girl left and went and worked at Wendy's. <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm just saying they walking away from these positions because it's, it's, they're dealing with something that they can't handle. I talk to so many women who don't get it. And then they try to ask me for my opinion because I'm not really one of them people who like going to force feed you something. If you ask me my opinion, I'll, I'll definitely have some dialogue with you, but I'm not like one of them people who be like on Facebook, be like women should do women should do women should do. Cause I really don't feel like it's my place. Now, since y'all listening to my show and I brought the topic up now, you hear you here in my living room. So you got to hear what I got to say, but you, I'm telling you the core of this all boils down to unrealistic expectations. That's literally it. And then you say, okay, so how do I have realistic expectations Tom? You got to have yourself, you got to sit down and know yourself. What do I actually need? What do I actually need? Not what I want. What do I actually need? And a lot of people do not know the answer to that question. So they make up these things because if they, if I make up, so if I'm broke and I say, I need a whole bunch of money, money will cover the fact that I'm broke. No, because there was a reason your ass was broke. You see what I'm saying? The money is just a bandaid. There's a precursor. That's what I'm saying. You got to know what you actually need out of a person. And sometimes that's going to take some time, but you'll never, you'll never move in that direction. If you keep making up these miraculous demands and standards on everybody, you'll never find out what you actually need because you're just saying, Oh, uh, why well, I'm hungry. Somebody bring me a buffet. What? You can't even eat a buffet, sis. 
You have to find out what you actually need. Some of that you're going to have to unpack with a life coach, a therapist, all of that. You got to understand some of the things you've done in the past is blocking you from getting to where you need to go. Yeah, you high functional, you got a job, your kids is healthy, you got a house, you're doing good, but you're still blocked. You're still blocked. And until you deal with that, until you unpack it with somebody, until, hey, until you do the work, you're still going to be blocked. You're still going to be stuck. And I don't want to concentrate too much on women because there's men who are stuck as well. They don't know what they want out of a woman. They, you know, they, they're, you know, I'm a sexually attracted to her. She got a fatty, this, this, and the third. But at the end of the day, yeah, you didn't did that already. You didn't did that multiple times. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't had your feel of fat booties and big breasts. Now what? What do you actually need, brother? What do you actually need, sister? This is what I'm talking about. We need to have healthy conversations about what we really need. And stop just grabbing these band-aids. Oh, I need money. Oh, I need a man who drive a Ferrari. Oh, I need a man who can do this. Oh, I need a woman who look like this. Stop. Stop it. And like to go back to that video, what she was saying that's why that programming, what I always say is that programming, because what she was saying about like how we look into some women be looking to these men like they women. That's real. I hear one of the biggest arguments in my group is men don't know how to communicate. And I always ask, what was the conversation? What was the conversation? What are you actually asking this man to communicate about? Because, I, I mean, he may not watch Sex in the City. But, well, well, he don't want to talk about his feelings. Okay. Now, is it getting deep into his feelings? Or is this a surface conversation? Because sometimes men give us and give you all the answers you need. You just don't want to hear them. You just want to dig deeper. <laughs> like sometimes if you ask a man, hey, are you hungry? He'll be like, yeah, I'm hungry. I can eat. What's y'all going? What do y'all do? Well, what you want to eat? He's like, I can eat anything. That's literally the truth. He's not a woman. Now, a woman, that same situation, I go get anything, it's going to be a problem because she don't want anything. A man, on the other end, he'll really eat anything. You can come in the house with sushi from the gas station. He's like, ooh, it's good. Where you get this at? So you got to ask yourself, can he not communicate or is he not communicating how you want him to? Cause it's a difference. There's a big difference. He not sensitive enough. He not, he not, he not understanding enough. How understanding do you need him to be about things? Like she said, you can't be looking to your man to be your bestie girlfriend. You're, you're, it's, it don't work that way. You can't look to him and be like, oh, I want a man who lead and strong and this is and third. But I also want a man who can braid my hair. 
I want a man who you know, you know, we can have we put on pajamas on and drink Marlowe. Come on. You can't do both. And that's why, you know, even Tor Roberts, when he had did that video a couple years ago about like chemistry, there's nothing wrong with having people you're attached to to fulfill different needs. It doesn't mean you have to get everything from one person. You know, I've like, oh, he's not the, the brightest or the, the smart. I can't have super intelligent conversations with him. Neither could Einstein. That's what friends are for. Pick up the phone and call one of your smart, nerdy friends. Quit looking for everything in one person. No one is perfect. No one is going to be perfect. We are all imperfect and perfectly flawed. Stop looking for these things. Stop disqualifying a person because they don't do something you, you think you want. Think about what you really need. Think about those relationships you've had in the past. Think about them. Literally write them down. What happened? When did you know it was wrong? What tendencies did you see? Then why did you do it again? Because I hear more and more women say, well, you know, he tricked me or he, no, you ain't get tricked the second time. You definitely didn't get tricked the third time. Girl, you like this. Boy, you like this. There's something about that toxic environment that you're absolutely in love with. And until you figure that out, you're not going to be any good to anybody. You are dragging a bag of BS and you've convinced yourself. You have lied to yourself enough to believe it is roses and gold in that bag. And it is nothing but trauma triggers and tears. You got to stop. You have to stop. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't got all into a moment. <laughs> Look, I just want to say before I log off tonight, listen, unrealistic expectations is setting us back as a people as a people because more and more women, these are high quality, high class, beautiful women are not marrying. They're dying alone. They're raising children alone because their inability to find the right guy. Do the work, ask yourself, what do you really need? Look, like I said, at the end of every show, God puts everything you want right outside of your reach. It's up to you to extend that uncomfortable extension and get it. My name's Tom Swoop. This is First Off In My Opinion, and I'm out.